Thank you for tuning in to Hacks and Hobbies with your host, Junaid. In season two of Hacks and Hobbies, we're visited by our amazing guests coming from all walks of life who want to learn their story, their struggles, and their journey on how they got to where they are today. So stick around. In this episode, we get to talk with my good friend, Melissa. I met her a few years ago when I was driving for Lyft and she had such an awesome personality that we've stayed connected over the years. And recently she shared a story about something that I was super amazed and proud of. It's a amazing story and I have Melissa here to tell us all about it. So Melissa, thank you so much for your for your time and coming on to the podcast. Well, you're welcome. Awesome. So how is everything? You're- tell us your journey and your story and how you did you got here. So the story that I'm I was focusing on or talking about earlier, um, it's a post that was mentioned on Women's Health magazine. It was it was told by Ariel, and this this article was posted back uh, on February 24, 2019. And it shows how Melissa lost 167 pounds using MyFitnessPal and hiking every day. So, Melissa, tell us a little bit about how that happened and, and um, you know, what's going on. I mean, I don't know how else. Okay. Um no, that's okay. I, I get these questions a lot. Um, one yeah. of the biggest questions people ask me right away is what made me decide to even start my journey. Mm. And as a parent, and you're a parent, Janae, so you'll yeah. understand, my oldest is in the Navy, and she was graduating from um, boot camp, or not boot camp, uh, National Defense Language Institute. And they flew out to go visit her and to watch her graduate with highest honors because it's a huge, like, I guess, military thing or something. Mm-hmm. So I flew out, and when I got off the plane, I was really sick. I, I was almost 400 pounds, but my blood pressure was through the roof. My ankles and my legs swelled. I could barely even attend her graduation. I was completely embarrassed by the shape of my body. Um, she recalibrated our visit to make sure that I could enjoy whatever she was doing, and I was felt really bad at that time. I was like, wow, she's really redoing all of her schedule just to accommodate me and my size. Well, then she came home, and I knew it was the last time I was going to have my three kids together. And so we went to the amusement park, and we're standing in line for this amusement ride. And um, the kids are really excited. They're razzing me, saying, Mom, you're going to throw up. It's so horrible. And it was in this long ride. We were in this ride, this line, for like 45 minutes, and I'm standing in it. And I'm thinking, as I'm sure all parents do, have I done enough for my kids? What have I done and what have I not done? And I sat there and I reached out, like, rethought everything. And I was like, I've done art. I taught them how to cook. They can play instruments. They write music. But when it came to physical stuff, the only thing I ever did with them was take them to the pool. And then I would lay out and they would swim. So I started to think about it. And I'm like, I really haven't done anything to encourage them to do physical activities. Mm. And I started to feel ashamed of some of my parenting. Then we get to the very front of the line, and the kids are excited, and there's this harness you have to fit into in order to get on the ride. And I sit down, and I looked at the harness, and I for certain thought that I could fit into it, or I would have never stood in the line and let my children down. I went to get in it, and I couldn't fit. And I watched the joy dissipate from my kids' face, and this immense amount of shame just just weighed so heavy on me. And 
then I saw my children go, Mom, let's go. It's okay. This place is stupid. And I realized that I was really affecting my children's lives negatively. And how many other people, my family, my friends, how many other times have people had to redo their life in order to have me be able to be a part of it? And I realized right then and there I didn't want to do that anymore. And that's not what I came into the world to be, and it's not something I want my children to be. And I always want to be a positive force in every person's life. So I decided that day I was no longer going to do that. So the next day, I decided I wanted to take a hike. And I went to go just do a mile. I thought, I can do a mile. A mile is nothing. Everybody walks a mile. Mm-hmm. I barely made it through the mile. My hands were swollen and tingling. Um, I thought I was going to die halfway through and that nobody was going to find me on this mountain. <laughs> it was, and it was a really... Yeah. And the only way to do that is to live 
and not sit on the couch and not enjoy that bowl of ice cream at 10 o'clock at night because it tastes better than life. Because it doesn't taste better than life. Mm -hmm. It really doesn't. Wow. And that's pretty much my story. I mean... That's that's then that's an amazing story and the way you turn around because you know it truly truly does affect people right like you mentioned like you didn't know and you were um, you don't know Janae yes even people who are healthy are doing something bad whether you're smoking or you're drinking or mm-hmm. every choice we make we lead by example to all of our family our friends our children. People are watching, and some people are inspired by you, and the choices you make are the ones that they're going to make. Yeah. And so why not always lead with a positive print, absolutely. you know? Yeah, absolutely. Um, that's, that's super cool. There's so so what, what are some of the things that people can do that are facing some of these, like, for example, I'm tired all the time. I'm not getting enough sleep, or am I, I'm, am I eating at the wrong time like what are some of the things that we can start doing and you mentioned that you started just going on a one mile hike and just building start by building making a promise to yourself the first thing i tell people before you start any journey any journey make a promise to yourself that you matter enough to finish the journey that it's not the journey that matters but that you matter and that's why you're taking the journey so many people take the journey because they want to have something to say or something to prove. But really all it is is you have to understand that you matter. And then once you decide that you matter enough, start looking at what you could change first. Don't change everything at once. That's way too difficult and you'll, you'll give up too easily. Hmm. Just do one thing at a time. Take one month. And if it's your sleep you want to work on first, take one month and start Googling. Because I'm not going to tell everybody how, how to do things because all of our bodies are different. Mm-hmm. And what may work for me might not work for you. But what I did instead of going on a whole bunch of crazy fad diets is I started researching on the Internet all these things, all these little articles. And I would try things that I thought I could implement in my life. And if they did, if it worked, I kept it. If it didn't, I went on to the next one. I, if I was discouraged, I always told myself, I'm important and tomorrow matters too. And I got back up and I tried a different thing the next day. The biggest important part is not giving up and always telling yourself that you matter enough to continue. And then just do as much research as you can. If it's sleep, then look at what people are doing to to solve their sleep. Start Googling. I mean, I'm not a guru by any means, but I know that if I'm open to information, information will come to me. I Googled. I talked to people. I made as many resources at my fingertips as possible to make sure that my journey was always going to continue the following day. Um, if it's weight loss, I always tell people, just download the Fitness Pal app. For the first 30 days, put everything you do in there, every bite you take, every move you make, everything in that app. And that app is going to tell you what your choices are doing to you. And when you print complete diary for the day, it's going to tell you whether you're going to gain or you're going to lose. And that's something you have to face at the end of each day. And it's hard to face it, but you matter enough to change some things to make it to where the end of the day when you're completing that diary those numbers change those numbers change every single day with every choice we make we are always one choice away from change Mm -hmm. one decision away from change that's all it really is yeah maybe today you want to change because you're a parent and you don't want your kids to see what your life is like Mm -hmm. that's a great that's a great reason but it 
can't be your reason because you have to be important to yourself. I, through 20 years of being 400 pounds, tried numerous diets. And my reasons were always good. I want to lose weight so I can be able to do this with the kids. And I want to lose weight because I want to be able to do that. Mm-hmm. But my, my reasons were never for myself. And I know it's super selfish to say that, but mm-hmm. the point of the matter is you have to want to change for yourself before you'll actually change for others. That is so, um, what's that word? That is so profound because we spend more time with ourselves than with anybody else. So if we're not changing for ourselves, then we don't have that motivation that we would if you're changing for somebody else because that somebody else is probably going to only see you stay, you know, two, three hours a day. But you're with yourself 24 hours a day, so you, so the motivation should come for that selfish reason. For you reason, and for right? you. Yes. Well, and, and it's not selfish. I mean, a lot of people no. label it as selfish, but by me it's changing not. for myself, mm-hmm. I'm leading by example for others. Exactly. I've led so many people to lose weight just by me changing for myself. Yeah. Absolutely. I think the reason I say to change for yourself and to make yourself the goal mm-hmm. is because everyone in the world always does things for others, but so often you'll very rarely find someone who will do something for themselves. Yeah, that's so true. It's it's It all comes down to self-awareness and being able to say, okay, what I'm doing today, is it helping anybody else or is it helping me even? Am I living the best life that I can today, right? Do you see how you said the sentence, though? Your first words were, is it helping for someone else or is it helping for myself? Mm -hmm. Even you, in your own nature, not realizing it, want to help others before yourself. Yes. Like, like, I hate to point it out, and it's one of the things when I life coach, I have to point out numerous times to people, Mm -hmm. make yourself first. It's not selfish. Selfish is when you make yourself above others. That's true. But you're true. not making yourself above others if you're making yourself first. I'm not neglecting a single person in my life, mm-hmm. but I am making myself first, which is important. And I'm teaching my child to make herself first. I'm teaching my friends and my family to make themselves first. Yeah. I'm hopefully inspiring other people to realize that it's okay to make yourself first. It's okay to say, I can't go to this because I'm going to go work out because mm-hmm. I need to feel better about myself. It's okay to say, no, I really don't want that and not feel guilty about saying no. Mm-hmm. A lot of our bad choices in life are guilt-derived. Yes. Really, really excellent Because points. we want to make other people happy. Mm-hmm. And, and you're on point with, you know, we end up putting others first because for some reason that's, like there's a there's a bad connotation and i remember steve jobs saying we build these programs we build solutions and these devices for ourselves first if it's helping somebody else then it's even better and to have a successful software successful po- product successful anything you've got to first make it for yourself and be fully uh poured into it because then people will see that passion and be like, hey, I want that too. Yeah, because the thing of the matter is, when you make yourself first, other people see how happy you are. Yes. I have never been more happy in my entire life. And it's not saying that my children or when I was married, my husband um, didn't make me happy. Mm-hmm. But the fact of the matter is, 
is any health professional in the neurological area in psychology is going to tell you it is completely unhealthy healthy to put people before you. And it's codependency when you rely on other people to make you happy. Yes. Absolutely. You got so, And there's, there's so much to battle when it comes to changing your lifestyle. Most people think, oh, she just changed her diet. She just exercised. No. Mm-mm. I changed my thought process. Yes. I changed the way I approached life and decided I wanted to show people that happiness starts from within. Yes. It doesn't start outside. It starts from within. And to rely on any other person for happiness, yeah, you'll be successful for a little while. Mm-hmm. But in the end, like every fad diet I've ever started, yeah, I always quit because it wasn't for me, and I yeah. wasn't, and I was doing it for someone else, and I lost my my joy and my happiness there. So I try to tell everybody, you know, don't do this for anybody else but yourself. And always tell yourself every morning when you wake up, you matter. Yeah. No, those are some. Those are some some really good points there. Um, I was listening to this podcast, um, and and the podcast is the superhuman uh, something where it's it's a lot about super learning, and the guests were these two people who are huge on on self motivation in the morning, like they're saying as soon as they wake up in the morning. They have a set of mantra that they do to get rid of the negative because we won't realize this, but as soon as you wake up in the morning, there's a lot of negativity around. So you need to rid of that by saying or, you know, setting your mindset in a positive attitude. So yeah. really, really positive, positive. I don't points. have a mantra in the morning. I just no. have a mantra of life. Yes, I just- yes changed no. my life absolutely absolutely no there's there's many many different ways to you know skin a cat and and um what the model that you found you know it's it's scientific because you're t- you're documenting everything that you see that you're putting into your body you're documenting everything you're working out so now it's all scientific it's calculated and you can see the results, and that's what my fitness pal is doing for you, which is excellent. Yeah, well, and, I started out with my fitness pal to just change my habits. Mm-hmm. To change. Sorry, I'm going to drive while I go. I just started fitness pal because I it literally taught me mm-hmm. everything there was about my choices. Yeah, and it 100 percent brought me face to face with my choices mm-hmm. and what they were doing. Yes, I couldn't. Like, you can't ignore it. There's no. no ignoring it because you can keep putting it in, but every day it's going to have the same result at the end unless you make changes. Yeah. And that was what happened for me. The exercise showed me that change was possible. Just taking, that's why I started one thing at a time. That's why mm-hmm. I started with just hiking first. I didn't mm-hmm. change my diet. Yeah. I just hiked. And then I started with, you know, the, the fitness pal and everything else. Yeah. I, want, I, just, just, I just needed to show myself I was important enough. Yeah. If I ever had any regrets in my life, it's that I started so late. Mm. And that's why it's so important to me now. My my next step in life is that I would like to start showing people that family fitness is number one. Mm-hmm. So many people are like, you have to go to school and you have to get good grades and you have to do this. But if you're not teaching your children family fitness alongside mm-hmm. making sure that they're disciplined in their studies and how they're eating, yeah, you're not doing them any favors. That's right. Because... 
they're only going to learn so much from school. Uh, school is just yeah. a another way of babysitting and making... School is a disciplined way of showing them that they have to go and achieve certain goals in short time exactly. amount of time. Like when you go to work and you have to... When you go to work and you have to like um, finish an assignment or a project, mm -hmm. you have that discipline because school created that discipline for you. Exactly. Exactly. I mean, school does have it. It definitely has its things, but it's not going to teach them healthy lifestyles. It's not going to no. teach them to put themselves first. In fact, most oftentimes, school is going to teach your children to always consider those around them, which is very great. Yeah. And I don't, by any way or any means, say that it's not. Mm -hmm. But my child's happiness has to come first. Absolutely. My happiness has to come first. Yeah. So, so I'm not out there, like, doing anything detrimental in society or am I advocating that people's happiness come from anything detrimental to society? I'm definitely one of those people who always feels that if you're going to make a choice, whether it be for you or for anyone else, that it always be a choice that's positive. Yeah. Absolutely. That's how you're doing what's best for you and the people around you. That's so true. All right. So at this point, we want to ask some questions specific to hacks and hobbies. Oh, you I want to ask them? No, I'm going to ask them to you. <laughs> okay. Okay. I was like, I don't have any questions. <laughs> <laughs> no problem. All right. So first question is, what is one hobby that you wish you got into? And you mentioned, you know, earlier about some things, but tell us what is one hobby that you wish you got into? Oh, swimming. Swimming. I can't swim. Mm-hmm. Awesome. That is. I did uh, a lot of research about swimming, mm -hmm. and I try, but I can't get my face in the water without fear of drowning. So yeah, no, still, absolutely. It's still a, I yeah. don't know how to swim either. I mean, I know how to swim. I don't know how to float. Like I can get from one side to the other on the pool in the pool, but I cannot float mm -hmm. for the life of me. Um, so we we I put can our float sons. For days. You can float for days. <laughs> Well, you should get one of those face masks um, for underwater. I tried that. Um, okay. It, it's the snorkel mask. Mm -hmm. And I did go on a cruise, and I was able to snorkel on the surface of the water. Mm -hmm. But I was floating in my face, but I, I was bringing my face up all the time and bringing yeah. that thing out of my mouth and taking deep breaths of air. So I knew I wasn't breathing right in it. But mm -hmm. I, I did try it. And, and yeah. it's still on my goal. Swimming is definitely not something that I'm giving up on. Nice. But if I was anything that I would have wanted to have started as a hobby a long time ago, it would have definitely been swimming. Awesome. That's that's a really good one to take. We put both of our sons in swimming. They have weekly classes, and, and they're improving, you know, at a good rate. Awesome. My okay. daughters are um, competitive swimmers, and my oldest daughter um, swam the Waikiki Open Rough Water Swim. Nice. And for a while there, she was training to swim from Oahu to Molokai. Wow. That's pretty awesome. Um, what you cannot do, you definitely make sure your children can, right? Mm hmm Exactly. <laughs> My oldest son is almost to the swim force section where where he, he does more competitive swimming. So 
he's working towards that. Okay, next question. Oh, that's really good. Yeah. Next question. What is your favorite movie or TV show? And if none, how about a book? Oh, my goodness. That's going to be a rough one for me, Janae, because I don't, one of my life things is that I don't have a favorite and that I'm always open to new experiences. But like when hiking, I've, I've never hiked the same trail. Mm-hmm. People ask me all the time, what was your favorite trail? I don't have one. I haven't mm-hmm. done the same one. Mm-hmm. I do different things. I think that if I had to say favorite movie genre, I could mm-hmm. definitely say that I love anything that's a mystery suspense okay. um, or even action and mystery suspense. I don't like drama. Mm-hmm. I don't like chick flicks. And I definitely am not a comedy person, mostly because I just don't get today's humor and sure. how crass it is. It doesn't hit me the same as it does other people. But yeah. if it's a mystery or suspense, Michael Douglas, The Game. It's an amazing mystery suspense movie no. from the early nineties. That's one of the, that's one of my favorite movies too. That I was I was just totally blown yeah. away by that one. Awesome. The ending of that movie, you think you know it the entire time, and the <laughs> ending just blows your mind. You're like, what? Yes, yes, yes. It <laughs> if does. you can get me to watch a movie and I can't guess the ending, which is literally impossible, mm-hmm. I love that movie. Yeah. So Michael Douglas. Yep. Completely love that the game. Good mm-hmm. movie. Awesome. All right, next question. What is your favorite superhero? Oh, and I'm huge in the superheroes. Do I have a favorite? Oof. I don't have a favorite. I, I like, watch them all. You can I mean, pick a universe. I'm definitely into the Aquaman right now, but I mean, I mean, I'm definitely into the Aquaman right now, but we all know why I'm into the Aquaman. <laughs> <laughs> it's not because he's a superhero. Mm-hmm. Um, it's because he's a Hawaiian. Say, what was the one that... What was that one that just came out that I didn't even know about? It was the Black Panther or... Yeah, there was the Black Panther. There was um, Ant-Man. Ant-Man and Wasp. I mean, I've seen them all. I don't, it's, as soon as they hit the theater, I'm there it's opening weekend. Mm-hmm. I'm a huge Marvel and DC fan. Yeah. But I don't have a favorite because I watch everything. I even watch the Hero series on TV. Mm-hmm. Um you name all of the Netflix series. I've, I've, I've got them all watched. I'm a huge, but I don't have a favorite. I mean, I definitely lean towards Wonder Woman. Oh, yes. Um, I mean, but it's because she's a female, and I really yeah. want there to be more female hero, heroes yes. instead of heroines. You know what I mean? There's, there's a so new one coming out this played. Friday. Um, Captain know, Marvel. Mm-hmm. It's going to be awesome. I'm going. Oh. I've already got tickets. So um, we're going to have to bring you back and talk more about movies because I love all of those movies. I love love talking about movies. <laughs> all right. I'm Next. a definite movie goer, that's for sure. Yes. Next question is, if you were a board game, what would it be? Mm, it would definitely be, I've always leaned heavily towards board games like Boggle and Scrabble. Mm-hmm. But if I was a board game, meaning my life, mm-hmm. I don't know, is there a board game out there that You know, I'm very... you know, there's um just like books publishing every month. There's new board games coming out every month. Yeah, I don't have a board game, Janae. I used to play a lot of board games mm-hmm. and Yossi as a kid. Mm-hmm. I play what is that adult game? It's a black card one, and it's, it's... cards for the humanity. Game that I play all the time. Yep, I play cards against humanity as with other adults, but. Mm-hmm. But that's not um, a board game. It's a card game. 
it's a card game. Exactly. <laughs> I don't. Scrabble. All right. We'll keep it to Scrabble. All right. Cool. That's, I mean. That's perfectly <laughs> fine. So where can my audience find you if they wanted to connect and learn more about um, the programs that you're doing and the coaching that you're doing and um, how can people learn more and follow your journey into, you know, learning swimming uh, and, and getting into the Spartan and all that good stuff? include all of the links to connect with Melissa on uh, Instagram, Facebook, yeah. and um, connect the link to Project Fitness Rise or projectrisefitness.com. Yeah, and, I, and if you don't have a gym, and if you're ever here in, in Denver, definitely stop by and we'll go. And you'll see what I mean by the gym. They they definitely do it differently. I, it's not, I want to say it's a CrossFit gym, but it's not. It's a hit gym. If mm. I had to say it, it's definitively. But they start with people from all different shapes and sizes. And I can everyone who goes through their six-week program ends up joining. And nice. I've seen more people attain their goals in the last couple of months. And I really, really love the people and the coaches at this gym. So That's fantastic. I definitely hope to see some of you there. Yeah, I'm for there sure. Seven days a week. Absolutely. <laughs> <twice> a day. <laughs> <laughs> That's fantastic. Well, Melissa, it was really nice talking to you. Thank you for sharing your story, your journey, and thank you for motivating us into making better choices and um, being better, healthy I hope that human anything, beings. Uh, anytime, Janaid. And if anything, I hope that people will take today and make themselves first. Absolutely. Make themselves important. Yes. Yes, absolutely. I mean, more than the weight loss, more than my journey. Mm-hmm. Just take away that I made myself important enough to finally find my happiness. Yes. Yeah. Awesome. Well, thank you so much again. We'll definitely be looking forward to following your journey and talk with you soon. Yeah. Thanks, sweetheart. I had fun. Thank you for listening to Hacks and Hobbies. You can find additional information on the guest today on their website, hacksandhobbies.com. Please feel free to subscribe to the podcast so you don't miss out on upcoming interviews with amazing guests.